The people who practice Jesus' spirituality are sometimes known as the people of the book. Here's my copy of the book. I try to read it regularly and often because it really helps me on all sorts of different levels. And I hope that you also have a copy of the book, that you do take time to read it. But have you ever wondered about the people in the book? Have you ever thought about the fact that they didn't have a book? Not only did they not have a personal copy of the book, but at some points in history, there wasn't even a copy of any of the parts of the book anywhere near them. They would have had to travel to Jerusalem or some other center of priestly activity in order to come into contact with pages. So how did they know God? Hey everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb, better known as Mike, and you found me on a day in which I am doing the conspiracy commentaries. I've kind of secretly started them this year. If you're not aware of these, I've been doing these for the past two, two and a half years, and that means we take Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy, which is really a book that you should know if you don't already, and we read one section at a time, and I say some helpful or perhaps not so helpful comments about that section. We're in chapter three now, What Jesus Knew, Our God-Bathed World, and we are in section called The Heavens Are Also Here. So grab your book, read along, check out those older videos because they really haven't grown old. It's still the same stuff that I would say today. You'll find them on the channel. But in this one here, we've just talked about um, our universe being a perfectly safe place to be. And Dallas Willard wraps that up with um, saying, a totally good and competent God is right here with us to look after us. And now he's going to say some things about heaven. And I want to say some things about heaven too. But I want to read this passage because I think this is one of the most profound passages in this book as a whole and really gives a um, an explanation of why this book can be so different from other theological books that you might read. Here's a sentence. The Old Testament experience of God is one of the direct... Let me try again. The old experience... The Old Experience. The Old Testament experience of God is one of the direct presence of God's person, knowledge, and power to those who trust and serve him. All right? So, first thing that I want to point out, that there is an Old Testament experience of God. Now, by Old Testament experience, Dallas means an experience of God among the people who were alive during the period about which the Old Testament talks about. So it's not an experience through the Old Testament, it's experience that we see in the Old Testament. And this is a very common way that you'll find Dallas talking. If you do a search within this book and within some other of Dallas's writings, you'll find a phrase called the Jewish experience. And basically that's the exact same thing 
the Old Testament experience, the Jewish experience. That's the experience of God which the people of Israel had during the Old Testament period. Now, when I say that according to Dallas, there is an Old Testament experience of God, that's to be contrasted with a view in which there are only deals which God made with a certain people, and their way of relating to him was through these deals. Uh, a deal is a more common way of speaking of covenants. So there were covenants that God made with individuals and with the group as a whole, and if you were um, an individual within that community of Israel, you would relate to God through the deal, right? Now, Dallas is saying, well, he's not saying there are no deals, but he's saying that there's something more than that. There's an Old Testament experience of God. And this is a matter of God interacting with individuals and groups on a regular or even daily or even minute-by-minute minute basis. That's the Old Testament experience of God. There is that. It's not just only deals. The second thing to notice about this passage is that it's an experience of God's, he says, person, knowledge, and power. So this isn't just a vague experience of something that's just greater than ourselves. It, it's a, an experience of God with content, content of, about God's person, about his power, about his knowledge. This is to be contrasted with um, knowing about God mainly through reading about him or somebody else tells us about what God is like in terms of his person or his power rather than meeting God yourself and discovering, oh, he's a person of power in this particular area or he's a person of knowledge in this particular area. You see the difference there. Um, the one is, um, well, secondhand, and the other is, is firsthand. Or the one has content to it, so we know about God's person, knowledge, and power. And the other is just a vague sense that God is maybe there or something that's sort of God-like is kind of near us and interacting with us. So Dallas is saying that actually the Old Testament experience of God had a, a particular form. It was much like meeting, meeting a person, and when you meet a human person and you say, oh, okay, so they're this kind of person and they have had these kinds of experiences and have this kind of knowledge and are powerful in these ways, and you actually come away with a certain description of the person. A third thing to notice is that Dallas writes of a direct presence. That means there's no intermediaries. There's no um, priests in the way. There are no uh, saints or other heavenly beings that you go through in order to meet up with God. This is a direct presence of God. Now, the pagan religions of, of Israel's day um, had a lot of mediation, a lot of things that were sort of go-betweens between um, the deities and the people who were interested in coming into contact with the deities. And, and Dallas is saying that right from the beginning in uh, the Old Testament, there's, there's an absence of intermediaries, that God is directly present to people. 
Now, of course, that doesn't mean that there were no priests, that there were no prophets, that there were no judges, that there were no Moseses or whatever, but they fulfill a very different role within Israel's experience of God. Now, where all three of those things come together for Dallas Willard is in the word heaven. And obviously, there's a chapter in which Dallas is going to talk a lot about heaven. And I, I love this passage here. He says, the heavens are always there with you no matter what. Now, I think a lot of you will be familiar with Dallas's teaching about heavens and heaven not just being some other realm and it not just being way up high in the sky, but of being something that goes all the way down to the floor where you are. Okay, that's all heaven. And he's going to sort of argue that that's the way that the um, ancient Israelites use this word. Okay, and now here's where it comes together. The idea is God is accessible in that space. So if you ask, where is God? The answer, according to the ancient Israelites and what Dallas is seeing in their experience with God the answer to where is God is, he's right here. He's right here. He's with me. He's with you. That's, that's where he is. And this is where this really fascinating phrase uh, of Dallas takes a lot of meaning, a lot of its meaning, um, the kingdom among us. You'll find this in paragraph one, two, end of the third paragraph. He says, that, of course, is the kingdom among us, which, by the way, is what he wanted to name this book. Um, he got probably a better title, but I got that title. If you look up my book on Dallas Willard, it's titled The Kingdom Among Us. And I wanted to do that to honor Dallas and the title that he wanted to give it. But the idea is God is among us. God and his kingdom is among us. It is in the heavens and the heavens are right here. They go all the way down to the floor on which you're standing. Now the rest of the section and a few of the sections after this are going to be a matter of arguing for this theological thesis that there is an Old Testament experience of God. It's one of direct presence that they have knowledge of God's person, his, no his power and his knowledge, and that that experience is right here with God as he interacts with us in the space around us. But that's the end for us today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. If you want more on Dallas Willard or just you like these ideas, you don't care whether it's from Dallas or not, then subscribe and stick with us for the journey. I will see you then next time. Thanks for being here. Bye.